Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso. There's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Andrew Ansonen. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Freaky Friday, and we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is unbelievable. I'm Al, your host, and uh, not joining me tonight is a lovely Tanya. She's she's in a bit of pain right now, so she's not going to be able to join us. But we do have Squirrely Matt online and no Victor either, so you get half of us tonight. But that's okay, because joining us tonight, he is a former hockey player and coach, mixed martial artist with a lifetime record of 3-0-0, an actor, a proud father, but we know and love him as Brent Goody Goodleaf on Shore Z. Uh, join me in making some noise for Andrew Ansonen. Wondrous. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Welcome to the produce stand, Andrew the Cannon Anson. And I should have I should have added the nickname in there. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's quite the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we we aim to please here at the produce stand. <laughs> we started a while back giving people a heads up of how ridiculous it is because you, you, he'd say welcome and then people would start talking over it and it got really awkward. So we have to give everyone yeah. a heads up now that it is completely obscure and out there. But hang in there. <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. All right. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Where are you uh, speaking to us from? Uh, upstate New York. So just an hour, hour south of Montreal. Oh, nice. Is that, uh, yeah. is that where you're from originally? Uh, no, I'm from Northern Manitoba flying community there. I've been out here for the last, I've been working here for the last seven, eight years now. Okay, cool. Um, so I was, I've been working here since back while I was playing junior. Mm-hmm. In in Quebec, Montreal, yeah. What what, uh, what sort of work do you do uh, in, in New York? I do a number of things. Um, in the beginning, I was working as a carpenter. Mm-hmm. I ended up running the construction crew for a few years. Um, now I uh, caretaker for like six thousand acres up oh, in wow. the Adirondack Mountains. So nice. That's fun, and um, get to be outdoors all day. And uh, me and that's another guy. Gig. No, not at all. And then also uh, manage like a turbine. Like we have a big uh, power dam there. So oh wow, me and me and another guy kind of take the readings and make sure the maintenance is up to date and stuff like that. So so you keep busy and and you're uh, a, you know now a famous actor on on a great Canadian <laughs> show, Shorzy. <laughs> Yeah, it depends who you ask, I guess. <laughs> well, we're asking, and we yeah. think so. So, so oh, thanks. Well, we'll get to Shorzy, but let's let's find out a little bit more about you. So, you, you grew up in yeah. the, in northern Manitoba, uh, and obviously you played hockey, or else you wouldn't you wouldn't be on Shorzy. So, how how, yeah. how how did you start with the hockey? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, northern Manitoba. It's a small 
reserve called Lac Brochet, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up there until I was 13. Uh, just always liked the outdoors, always playing outside, road hockey, you know. Right. Big into sports, hunting, fishing, all that stuff. Um, but uh, so I started late. I left for high school when I first started playing organized hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was 13, turning 14. I went to a school called Notre Dame in Saskatchewan. Okay. okay. Uh, it's a boarding school. Went there for four years, played hockey there, and uh, had a blast doing it. I ended up improving. I played Team Manitoba for a couple of years. Uh, got scouted to go on this uh, Hit the Ice show. It was like a top 20 Aboriginal um, team that they put together from national tournament there national aboriginal hockey championship so that's how i ended up out east mm-hmm. um i went to gatineau's camp and a bunch of different camps around here and i ended up settling in gunawagi quebec played junior there and uh had a hell of a time so i uh i had my mind made up that i just wanted to play juniors more or less i didn't really want to go to university right away I just right uh, Wanted to party it up and sure. hang out with girls and <laughs> yeah. all that, all that fun stuff. As so, you do in, in your, in your teens at late teens, early twenties, I guess in Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah. So from ended up being out there, I, I'm still involved with hockey a lot. Like, uh, I'm with a charity called first assist, but mm-hmm. a few ex NHLers, John Shabbat and so, so we travel to different indigenous communities and put on hockey clinics and donate equipment and, cool. That's Stuff amazing. like that. So, um, yeah. And then I, uh, yeah. What, what's yeah. your, what's your reach with the charity? Is it, is it, is it Canadian? Is it, uh, in the, in the U S or is it just kind of scattered all out? Like how do you guys right. determine where you go? Yeah. So we focus on flying communities, um, mm. flying oh, okay. indig- indigenous communities in Canada, just cause they have like limited to no access to the city. So yeah. we kind of got to go see them and, you know, give them a, a quality hockey camp and stuff and, you know, hopefully give them some exposure and, you know, maybe who knows next person, you know, give them an opportunity, sort of say, yeah, yeah. one of these kids can hopefully do something, mm-hmm. do something yeah. great. Well, when you were playing, what, what position did you play? I played defense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, that explains, I to, that, that explains the, the numbers and your penalty minutes. I, I'm looking oh, yeah. at you. <laughs> I had a lot of, a lot of majors. <laughs> Those aren't just twos. They're, they're a lot of majors. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. It was fun. You know, when I first started playing junior, I, I never like, uh, wanted to, like, I didn't fight for the longest time for the first bit because I wanted to play hockey, you know, right. got good ice and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then I fought one time and, and fucking, you know, beat, beat this shit out of this kid. And then next thing you know, I you're known as a fighter. And, yeah. And then kind of get labeled with that. And yeah, that's you became happened. the goon overnight. eh? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now uh, it shows here that you, your last year with the Kanawaki Condors was uh, 2015. So when you, was it tough to leave or did you play beyond that? And just not. No, it wasn't tough to leave. I mm. had, I mean, people still reach out to me to go and play like a couple semi-pro, you know, mm-hmm. teams there. And, but I just, you know, like I said, I had, I, I'm not going to make a career out of it. So right. like for me, it was, it was a sport. It served me well. And I got to meet a lot of cool places or meet, meet a lot of cool people, see a lot of cool things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
yeah, it got me to in the position that I am now, really. And uh, um, yeah, so I, I just kind of wanted to leave it at junior and, mm-hmm. and focus on my career, sort of say. Well, you, so you mentioned the fight and then you kind of became known as a fighter. So that's kind of a really great segue into your next career as an MMA fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. How that all worked out was uh, the owner of the hockey team also has this, one of its top promotions in Eastern Canada for amateur fighting and uh, it's called Fight Quest. And we went to one of the shows. He invited us, me and another teammate of mine. And we watched these fights and I told uh, the guy's name is Peter. I said, hey, Pete, I said, I, I could fight in one of these things. He's like, no, he's like, you guys are found. <laughs> pound the shit out of you he's like you're just you, a your ego getting the best of you here <laughs> yeah no. well and then he's like these guys will pound the shit out of you, you know that you know it's you're just a hockey fighter blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. i said I'm, I'm serious and he didn't know that i had a third degree black belt before in taekwondo ah so. uh, there you go okay i was gonna ask uh, yeah. you about that yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm like I, yeah I, you weren't you weren't soon enough to step in the ring with just a few hockey fights under your yeah. belt yeah <laughs> yeah i said i you know i i fought in tournaments before and i'm a lot better with my feet than I am with my hands. And mm. so anyways, he wanted, he, he wanted to teach me a lesson and <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, you think you can fight? He's like, he called me on a Tuesday and their sparring sparring's on Tuesday, like at 6 PM. He said, show up to the gym at six. So I showed up and, uh, it was just straight sparring. So I sparred and did really good. Kicked a few people in the fucking head. And, uh, <laughs> at the end of the fucking, sp- at the end of the class, they said, yeah, you're fighting in two months. So kind of just wow. blew up after that. I did jujitsu and all this shit, a lot of training, a lot of, mm-hmm. lots of training, strict meal plan, you know, five, six yeah. meals a day calculated, you know, you'd have to weigh all your food and lots of chicken tenders. <laughs> A lot of yeah, a lot of chicken for for real. Lots of chicken, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I started training with that, and I started getting. Uh, I the first guy I fought, Alex O'Neill. He's a tough customer. He uh, he actually was like fighting for the Islanders on their farm team in the AHL and oh, shit. Wow. So he was coming out of hockey like pretty much the same time as me. It was like this, you know, like oh, two hockey players, you know. You guys were going in the middle of the octagon, just standing up and throwing haymakers, right? No no other tactics. (laughs) Yeah, no. So we, we, we had our first fight together and I won that fought another guy, uh, uh, beat him. He's another really good, uh, fighter, Zach Paul. I, they're actually two guys that I think Alex O'Neill hasn't lost a fight since me. So he, he has a really good pro record. He learned his lesson. (laughs) <laughs> they're both <laughs> well and powell too like he's uh he's a really good fighter. they're both talented guys and they're i'm pretty sure they're on the ufc watch list and stuff so oh so um, i mean yeah you, you've got a perfect record so i don't blame you for stopping but why did you stop or have you stopped um, or are you are you yeah, planning on going back <laughs> yeah so i fought i fought three times mma i was go- my fourth fight was supposed to be a title fight mm-hmm. uh i i kind of screwed up my knee literally the week of the oh, fight shit. leading up to the fight so um so that got canceled and while i was still in shape i decided to take a boxing match so those three fights that you see on the internet it's, that's just mma so right. i took a boxing fight uh that didn't last too long that was i won that one it was like a 16 second fight oh you won really like yeah so oh, shit. a couple exchanges there the guy knocked the guy out and uh 
then I took another fight in K1 kickboxing. Same thing with that lasted the first round. I, I, uh, TKO, I won by TKO. And, wow. Damn. Don't fuck with the goodie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was scheduled. And then my, my fight after that, I was scheduled for another title, title fight. And, uh, and that was a draw. So that was my last one. Um, but, uh, where I kind of drew the line was, for me, it was more like an activity, sort of say. I didn't, I didn't see myself making a career out of it. So right. things started getting serious. Uh, it was like, you know, going to sign pro and be like a f- multi-fight, you know, deal type of thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, do I, re- do I really, you know, want to go this route? Like, I, it's not like I love fighting that much. You know, I like the art of it. Right. But, yeah. Uh, um, so I was like, so I kind of just feathered away from, but I always train, you know, like I say, martial mm-hmm. arts is, is, is a lifelong thing, not right. just, you know, fighting careers is short, you know, I want to do this for the rest yeah. of my life. So I still train, I do pads, I teach people, I teach little classes and privates yeah, I, and stuff like that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you, you, the third degree black, but you clearly had previously training or previous training and then you, you tested yourself for a bit in the ring, see how you do. Yeah. And, and then you're like, okay, that was fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm not letting it go, but it's not a career. And at least you're smart yeah. to make that choice for yourself. So totally respect that. That's yeah. Awesome. Like, I mean, there was, there's no, like, even in the UFC now, there's no like fighters insurance and any of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, and even guys in the UFC aren't making a whole lot of money. Like what's an entry fight? You 12,000 to show up 12,000 if you win, but right. we're, then you still get taxed and you got to pay your trainers and all this yeah. other stuff. So what are you really walking away with at the end mm-hmm. other than a broken nose? And yeah. right. you either really got to love, love it or, you know, or, you know, that'd be your only route in life or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I can only speak for myself. So sure. Yeah. A lot of risk there for sure. And uh, yeah. So now, uh, I mean, w- both hockey and, and MMA are your kind of your hobbies, right? The kind of stuff you do in your spare time. What would you say yeah. uh, monopolizes your time? Would it be one or the other or kind of is it 50-50 split right now? Yeah, it's I still play hockey once a week just, yeah. you know, for fun with the guys. Mm-hmm. Join a native tournament once in a while and play for cash prizes. And uh, MMA, you know, still train once, twice a week, um, you know, with uh, my coach there. Not so much recently, like in the last couple of months, just because uh, he's been in Montreal a lot and I've been here a lot. But mm-hmm. I still hit the bag, all that stuff throughout the week, three, four times. Train, like I said, train other people, have other people hold pads for me and stuff. So yeah, very, very, still very involved in it. And nice. if I wanted to jump back in, and I, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be much to uh, to, to get back into it. Yeah. To get back yeah. into it, yeah, very cool. Uh, during my research on you, uh, there isn't a lot out there outside of your hockey and your MMA fighting career. I was trying to find something, yeah. but, but uh, I I do want to ask you about a certain story that I found on Instagram. So you've you've got uh, a couple of uh, kids, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them you delivered at home. Yeah, and yeah, that no. wasn't planned. Now I know some people like uh, plan to do it at home, but so can you can you tell that story? Yeah, that that's fucking crazy. That's oh, a crazy shit. story. So. That obviously by far, that's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. At the same time, you know, very like, holy shit, that just happened. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, the plan was to do have a home delivery, like okay. our midwives were supposed to be here and stuff. Sure. And um, so actually the midwife came the night before 
um, and stayed the night at the house. And uh, <clears throat> she checked her again the next morning and, and she says, well, I think I have time to go see another client. Like she wasn't as dilated as she was right. the night before. So right. she thought she had a few hours. Yeah. Well, she left and I mean, I was going to go to work and she was going to be at house at the house alone. And we, where we live, we don't have like really any neighbors where we have our own driveway, like right. our little section. We have like 12 acres for yeah. ourselves nice. and You're pretty remote stuff like that. So yeah. So we're in the woods a little bit. It's, it's very nice and cozy. So mm. um, anyways, so at the time I was running a construction crew. So I, I, you know, I had stuff to do that day. And anyways, I was about to leave. Um, and I'm like, well, where the fuck is this midwife? You know, like, yeah. not, and she's starting to have contractions, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, is this normal? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I have, I have no experience whatsoever. I've never <laughs> been in the, in the hospital room or anything with anybody yeah. given birth. Well, I mean, anything, unless there's so. a, the, the word doctor in front of your name, very few people do have experience. <laughs> giving yeah. birth. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so then I said, all right, well, I'm not going to go to work. I'll, hang tight with you here until the midwives come. Mm -hmm. And so now these contractions are happening like fast, fast, like, like very more frequently. And she's like squealing on the couch. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I'm like, all right, well, let me bring you up to the room, get you on the bed, get you a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. And, uh, um, I have a stepson as well. Mm. We've been together since he was three. He's, he's nine now, but at the time he was seven. Um, and he was here with us. So, I brought her upstairs and she's going nuts and like, it just seemed like a fucking murder scene. So, oh, and, I can't and, uh, I, I trying to calm my, my, my oldest and I'm like, Kate, like, and he's crying, not sh sure what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And, uh, I take him to the room. I don't want him to see any of this. So I take him to the room. I said, Hey buddy, you gotta, gotta be brave for me for a little bit. Just stay here. I'm going to take care of your mom. And, uh, and, uh, when I'm back, you know, you'll have a little brother. Wow. You'll have a little brother. And so when I come around the corner and now like, there's like 10,000 things going through my fucking head. Like, <laughs> what do I, like, what do I do where I, I come around the corner and the head's already out. Oh my God. And I'm like, what the <laughs> oh, that fuck? escalated like, quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, so like, I'm on the phone, like with, like with her mom, trying to get her mom. And I'm like, she's like, what can I, I say? You got to get here now. Like yeah. and I hung up the phone. Um, Midways, are you on the phone too trying to talk me through it? I can't even hear. Like now it's like what the like fucking the phone's yeah. there, it's on speaker, but you don't yeah. you don't hear anything. No, so yeah. her no you're in full screaming. panic mode right now. Oh yeah. So like <laughs> like uh so I go up, I I grab the head and I like try to pull like just a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't budge. I'm like, fuck, like <laughs> like this kid's gonna get stuck like this die suffocate i'm gonna break its neck or something like yeah just yeah. you think you think the worst eh? yeah and then uh so then she like looks up at me and like she's like uh she's like is he out and or is his head out and i'm and i wanted to lie because like should try yeah. to make this you know a little bit more comfortable but i was like yeah the yeah. fucking head so she's like <laughs> okay she's like on the next contraction pull again a little bit i said okay she had another contraction and then I pulled a bit and I just felt it move a little bit. And I just went with it and the baby mm -hmm. came right out. And, wow. And, uh, the, and what was funny too, what we weren't sure is cause she, her water didn't fully break. Like her water didn't break. Mm -hmm. So they didn't like, that's one of the reasons why I guess the midwife had left. Like, like the baby yeah. wasn't ready, yeah. right. but 
when the baby came out, it, that's when all the shit came out. So oh. I got sprayed with the fucking, <laughs> the whole oh, way. Yeah. You got the full, the full yeah. story. <laughs> oh yeah. So then I, I had, this, you know, my son in my hands. I'm like, and like, I'm sure the first words he heard was like, holy shit. Or like, holy fuck. Like, so I go run in the bathroom, grab a towel, you know, run it over, wrap it up. And oh, at the same time, I missed part of the story that I'm on. The, I'm at the same time, still trying to call. Uh, an ambulance to get here because I said I'll I'll call an ambulance, have them right at least around for yeah for the any emergencies you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If the midwives aren't here, mm-hmm. so anyways, there's nobody here. It's like like I called my fucking one of the guys that was I was working with. I said you got to meet the ambulance because the ambulance couldn't find her place too. Mm. So he had to meet the ambulance, bring him oh down God. to the <laughs> bring him down the road and shit and to our place and. By the time there was like everything was done, there's like fucking now there's a big orchestra in the driveway. <laughs> there's 10 people like all ready to help. I said, I could have used any one of you guys like <laughs> literally, literally a minute any or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> but the baby was, you know, was out. He cried. You know, everything was good. Midwife showed up maybe about 15, 20 minutes after. Weighed him healthy as could be. So amazing. I was lucky and it took a little while for it to kind of settle in. And I was like, man, that was fucking oh. wild. Like two weeks later, I was like, as if I just had that happen. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. you've, you've played hockey in front of, I'm sure large crowds. You've, you've fought in the, in the octagon. How does that adrenaline rush compare to delivering your own kid? I was going to say it's, it's <laughs> I like the similar. It's the similar to like being in a fight where like the seconds feel like minutes or right. hours, yeah. sort of say. Yeah. And, uh, but this was a lot like slower. It was like, yeah, it yeah. was a lot more intense. Adrenaline and instincts take yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and honestly, what I heard. So, um, I mean, that's a story you're never going to no. Like, no. yeah, that is yours. You own that story. What I also loved in there is, is mama bear is a rock star. Cause when you were telling me right in that moment where she's in that chaos, managed to stop and coach you. Oh yeah. Help, like that's unbelievable. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a team team, uh, team it. effort there for sure. Yeah. Cause wow. like I said, I had no idea. I was fucking shitting bricks, man. Like I was like, what's gonna happen here? Like, you know, like, yeah, well, you don't. Last thing you want is to paralyze your kid or just, you know, every yeah. anything like it could have came out the wrong way, yeah, you know, yeah or no, whatever, yeah. any type of complication. Oh, but no, yeah. it was, it was a perfect storm, I guess yeah. you could say. And, and and how old is he now? He's two. Yeah, and, and yeah. cute as a button. I saw a video you just yeah. posted of him eating soup, and he looks so much like you. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a cool little little fella. Yeah. Well, yeah. from dads to dad, we're all yeah, dads. Exactly. Here. That's yeah, we're all dads. Well, congratulate. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, yeah, and I'm amazed you got through that. That's uh, that's wild. Yeah, thanks. That's man. crazy. Well, I'm I'm glad we were able to share that story because as soon as I saw him, like, yeah, I, I the, that there's a, an amazing story there. I'm sure. So let's yeah. move on to why people are listening. I mean, I'm sure they'll appreciate that story. But we're going to talk Shorzy now. Uh, yeah. First of all, before uh, you hear about Shorzy, I mean, how do you get into acting? Like, were you did you have designs on acting before, or was this something that kind of fell in your lap? Yeah, it was definitely something that just fell in my lap. I mean, before there was always been thoughts of like oh like it'd be cool to be an actor do mm-hmm. some acting or get some tv time or whatever and i think a lot of us first-time actors can say that you know it's crossed our, our mind before but sure. we never really pursued it but um 
but yeah, uh, actually gonna deal horn. Mm. Uh, she reached out to me. I'm very good friends with, with her boyfriend, there, partner. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, so she knew I played hockey. I played hockey, uh, played junior in the town that she's from. And she said, Hey, they're looking for another native, native character for the show. Shorzy. Uh, would you be interested? And, uh, I said, yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot. And, um, at first I didn't, you know, didn't really think too much of it. I didn't know the backstory to it or whatever. Right. And then she had mentioned the letter Kenny thing. I said, no shit. And I remember I, I, when letter Kenny first came out, like the, the first season, like the first six episodes, I remember right. watching it with, uh, uh, a while ago when, you know, with this girl that showed me and, and I thought it was the funniest shit, but mm -hmm. like there was nothing after that. So I never really followed up on it. Like I'm not really a big TV guy. And this right. was a thing that kind of caught my interest. And sure. I didn't end up like watching the rest of the scene, but then I knew that it kind of blew up after and they're doing all these things or sorry, all these seasons. So anyways, she sent me a little audition part to, to audition, for, mm -hmm. to audition for, which was the scene of, uh, when we're like, nobody touches the bird, all that shit, you know, when we're, mm -hmm. when we first get to the apartment there. So I ran that, I was doing, I was doing, uh, I was flipping my house at the time. And, and so I set up my little drywall light there and put my fucking phone <laughs> on the windowsill and posted my lines on the, on the drywall. Amazing. And I, I, I ran him through that and, and I even sent it. I don't know if I sent it late or what, but I sent it late at night. It was like one or two in the morning. I was fucking around with it. Like I started way too late and there's a deadline. And anyway, sent it in. I said, man, I said, I don't know how I did, but uh, this is the best, uh, not the best I got. I said, this is, this is what I have. And I hope you guys like it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sent it in and they, they, I guess they really enjoyed it. So um, yeah. And that's how I kind of got the part. Amazing. Yeah. It's interesting that um, uh, they were looking for another native character because, like, to be one of the sluts, considering that the three gyms are, are the tough natives. So they yeah. wanted a native to be also part of, like, the main, uh, you know, group of sluts, right? So, and, and, yeah. and you were the one they picked. That's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. When did you end up, did, so at what point do you meet Jared and, and, and uh, Jacob? Uh, that was on Zoom. I think they met with everybody on Zoom before, before anything. Uh, talked to us, got to know each other, and said they said if we had any questions because they knew I was green, like green, green, like right. probably one of the greenest out of <laughs> out of everybody. Um, so I said I really don't really know what to even ask, but oh, yeah. I, I'll uh, I'm going to do my best for you guys. That's for sure, you know and. And, uh, yeah, so they were excited. We just kind of chit chatted, got to know each other and, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're really cool people. So they made it very comfortable and, yeah. and everything, when, especially like being on set, you know, Dio was that, you know, that middle person as well, but, uh, right. they were just the way they shoot very comfortable. They eased us in they brought us in a week early. Mm -hmm. We, uh, we skated around, got the feel of each other and then we shot all the hockey scenes in the beginning. So oh, yeah. we kind of, yeah. So we kind of, when it came down to the acting part, it wasn't like they just threw us in in front of a camera. So we're kind of used to have, having the cameras around and stuff. And mm -hmm. 
by that time we all kind of knew each other's personalities and stuff like that. So. Yeah. You know, that is smart because that, you guys kind of developed a chemistry with each other on the ice first. Right. So that's, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, good call on their part. Mm-hmm. It's great. <clears throat> yeah. Like it seems everything was like perfectly calculated. It yeah. seemed like, like these people know what the fuck's going on. Right. That's the same vibe. Every single person says it's all calculated, mm-hmm. all intentional. Like everything Jared does is by design. And yeah. uh, the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a genius man for sure. So we've had, uh, you probably know, we've had uh, Max Buffard on, we've had Joe Dolo, we've had Terry, we've had uh, uh, Ryan McDonald. So um, I ask all of them this question because you guys are, are all the sluts. Other, you know, we're, wait, we're waiting to get Shorzy on, you know, he's a bit of a, a tougher get. But who would you say is, when you're on the ice, first of all, you get on the ice, it gets, I'm sure it gets competitive, right? You guys start, you know, competing a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It wasn't so much like, uh, like, it's not like we're skating around, like doing one-on-ones and shit, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we get on the ice, go for a little skate, you know, we run it through some drills. It was more or less doing drills. Right. So like, uh, um, and then we obviously fool around, we'll play games at the end, like, sure. uh, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as competitive, the most competitive it gets is at the end, but I forget what the game's called. It was called horseshoe or whatever, or horse but yeah you it's when you're it's the players against the goalie we're like half moon around the goalie and yeah Yeah. so like i said we just did drills and Mm -hmm. had fun skated and yeah um so i'll ask you what i asked everybody else who's the best player on the ice out of all the like like the gyms and everybody the sluts yeah i i got i guess i gotta give it to jordan i mean uh he's the guy with the rings right yeah, yeah, I mean, fucking, it kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe Joe uh, Dolo said he was the best player on the. Yeah, he ice, took but- he took credit himself. <laughs> oh, maybe he thought you guys were just talking about like me, Terry, <laughs> and Jake. You know, uh, yeah, I might have I might have said who Max. was the best of the sluts, but you're right. It, w- it would probably be Jordan, right? Since he's the man of yeah. the rings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The the other quick question, and and I don't actually know is. The 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 missing tooth is it fake or, oh, or yeah. real in your case? Oh no, this one's real. Oh, okay. oh wow! So then part two. two. There's How? actually there's actually three of them oh, fucking geez. missing from that. <laughs> All right, so that follow up question: How? Mm-hmm. Why, why why are there three missing? Oh, I took a I took a heavy fucking. Um, well, I played defense, right? So I right. took a. The guy was coming down on the one on one, and. Uh, he wound up for a slap shot and I, and I, and I stopped and I poke checked the puck. So when he followed through with this shot, it rolled up my stick and oh. right underneath my visor and shattered my teeth. Like yeah. not like clean fell out. Like it was, my mouth was shattered. Like mm-hmm. it was at the end of my shift. And I remember breathing in and those like little fine particles oh. cut, oh. cutting my throat and shit, you know? Oh, man. So I got to the bench. I'm like, fuck, like, <laughs> And I just like touch with my tongue and like, they're like razor sharp. And I'm like, uh, and this poor little girl was our trainer. Like not little girl, like she's young, young. She, she yeah. was older. I'm the therapist, you know, right. but she's, she was just small, petite, you mm-hmm. know, delicate little thing. And <laughs> she's like, are you okay? And I have my hand here and I just looked at her and I smiled with like <laughs> the most gnarly fucking yeah. his teeth ever and my all bloody and, so, and she's like, and I could just remember seeing the look on her face and uh, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, like she got scared. Eh? Like, and I was like, it's okay. Like, whatever, like I'll just skate off. So I skated off and 
went to the hospital and they only pulled out actually the bottom one because right. it was like my bottom eye tooth there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cracked right down the middle and that oh. one bothered me the most because like you can't like um, eat or like do anything, you know, like it was split right down the middle and I have like deep roots so it was even shittier. But uh, so I went to the hospital, sat there for whatever length. They pulled, the next day I got that bottom one pulled but I had to wait a week with my two front ones the way they were because there was no room for dentists or anything. So, mm-hmm. well, you didn't have I the had, Terry Ryan dental plan with the sledgehammer. <laughs> you, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> that's a story as much punches as I took. I don't think I would fucking do something like that. <laughs> oh, it's so wild, man. Well, it's, it's funny that you like the, the two three for you, I know is a big, that, that led to some of even our listeners, of course, fans of Shorzy's favorite moments. I know, mm-hmm. I think it's Casey, one of our listeners, um, is a big fan of you. And there's that one scene in like the second or third episode when you guys are at the club and you're about to throw down and you just look at the guy and you give this grin and out comes your tooth. Yeah. The, 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 our, our female listeners, I yeah. can tell you, that's that's yeah. the moment. They all fell in love with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the highlight for me during that season there for sure. It's amazing that Shorzy has has made it so that women swoon when you move when you remove your false teeth. Like who, <laughs> I know, who right? thought, you right? Would, you would think the opposite, <laughs> yeah. but I guess not. <laughs> uh, so what would you say would be like a memorable moment for you on set? Like if, I mean, would it be like the first time you had to actually act? Or or can you think um, of on set? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean I remember we were sitting there and I think it was at Pepe Panini and we were sitting there, I was like, we're fucking acting here, boys. We're fucking <laughs> acting. So that was pretty cool, you know. It's like, here we are acting, eh? Like, so it was kind of like a little bit of a joke there. Is it where but you're yeah. like, well, I don't see what the big deal is. This is easy. This is shit. You just say the, the words. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it when when fucking they say action and shit gets real, it's like it's like it's time now, you know. Yeah. It's what it's uh, it is still a bit it was a little bit nerve wracking, but um, I was like a sponge. I was taking everything in. So nice. towards the end, I, I kind of got a bit more comfortable and, uh, even just like knowing like where to look or knowing where the cameras are all the right. time. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I definitely learned a lot and, uh, yeah, that was a good moment for, yeah. for me, for sure. Did, did you have a hard time holding it together sometime? <laughs> like the content is hysterical, right? So oh, yeah. did you, I did you I- break a lot? <laughs> Like a lot, I think everybody can admit that they fucking had a hard time keeping it together. But uh, we, like the guys, we would go over our shit in the hotel rooms, like religiously almost. Right. Like, you know, we wanted to be prepared for, you know, what we were doing and stuff. So, like, I'm, well, I do, like, when I first read the script, I fucking howled, you know, like I couldn't <laughs> get through, like, the stuff. So I had to, like, you know, so I got all the laughs kind of out of the way. But then when we were acting, yeah, there was a lot of like when you see it happen and Shorzy's doing his thing and, you know, like it's hard to fucking mm-hmm. not to smile, you know, like yeah. good thing. Like they, they, they didn't have a wide angle because I think there's a lot of us <laughs> at points where we were fucking laughing and, you know, good thing they had a close up on him. Right, right. Um, did you ever get starstruck while on set? Like, did you see anybody going, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm here and. Uh, no, I honestly, I, I don't, like I said, again, I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Right. I never, sure. never really have. You're so more of like, an outdoorsy uh, guy. So yeah, <laughs> like I like to get down and dirty and, mm-hmm. you know, do shit like that. Yeah. But, um, 
I guess star as far as starstruck Jared. I mean, when I first saw him, sure. uh, he was he was coming into the rink there to you know meet us and stuff, and I was like, "Fucking, this is the guy. Hey, this is the man." Yeah. So yeah, he'd be the one I was most excited to uh, to meet for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when uh, when production was done and you watched the season, you know, back afterwards, what would you what would be your favorite scene or you know? episode anyway uh would it be like that you're in or that somebody else is in um i gotta say the fight scene that was a cool that was a cool scene where uh in, where in, the, in the hallway oh yeah that yeah. was that was cool like even in watching the show and you see this like this is fucking great you know <laughs> but uh yeah and even when we were shooting it it was fun too because you know there was so much going on and we had our guy to pick and we're still you know you know fighting with these guys or sort of say or stunting with them and but yeah it was fun a lot of like i said a lot of uh yeah a lot of learning experiences even with stunts and shit you know Mm -hmm. how to fake fight and stuff like that but that was that was probably one of my favorites for sure very good what about the scene around the barbecue that must have been fun to shoot yeah that was fun (laughs) too i mean um that was that was towards the end of the season, I believe, but oh, yeah? that was fun. So we, we, uh, we kind of knew, I mean, we, again, the jokes parts, like we're kind of, we're used to it and stuff kind of, you know, just with being with each other and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you already had that chemistry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, we got the laughs out of the way for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like so. maybe that scene might've been, you might've been a little rushed or, or pressured just because you, when that snow is falling, that that was real. That was a real snowfall, right? That oh was, yeah, yeah. You you yeah. probably wanted like quick, like let's get this scene because this is perfect. And if it stops or whatever, then continuity and all that stuff you got to think about, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but actually, it was kind of like we were actually grateful for the snow. We liked yeah. it. It wasn't. It wasn't oh, it super beautiful. Cold. Yeah, it looked yeah, great. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't super cold. It was like a super nice day out. Yeah. The snow was like one of those snowflakes that are like big and fluffy yeah. and shit. And it was like a beautiful spot too. We're like, fucking A. Like mm-hmm. that's another moment where you're like, you know, we got it made here. Like yeah. look at all this shit. Look at all the lights, all these people in the house mm-hmm. doing all this shit. And yeah. Yeah. But it's the same kind of setting as like the the final moment when you guys are all running down the street. Har- was it yeah. Har- I think it was Harlan was talking about that how he was injured and then all the- and had to bounce back and suddenly the snow hit and you guys all got the call and like, all oh, right, let's yeah. go. We're heading to the yeah. street." Yeah, he fucking he hurt his ass bone there. <laughs> his ass bone. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was I think we got they called it after that cuz they weren't sure if he was going to like be able to uh, continue or not. So it was a big halt on everything. And right. they shut down the whole fucking Sudbury for that. Right. Cause yeah. they're supposed to do that run. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they had to shut down Sudbury again for us to do that scene. <laughs> it was one, I mean, it's one of the most important scenes out of the season. That's the, mm-hmm. it's the finale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. The last thing, the last thing you see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were down in Sudbury in September and we got to like visit a few of those places, the dog house and Pepe Panini's. And we went to the the corner where you guys run down. It was some September, so there's no snow, but it was still pretty cool to, you know, to check that out and like, just imagine the production. Yeah. Shutting down. That's a pretty major road (laughs) that you guys shut down in Sudbury. (laughs) What what time was it? Yeah. What time was it? Um, was it like midnight or something? It was, yeah, that okay. was a little bit late. I think it was like around 11, 12, but I, 
if I remember correctly, it was on a weekend too. Oh, wow. I believe. So like the bars and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And restaurants were like closed. If I'm, you know, correct me. Like I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like Saturday or Friday night or something. Yeah. But I could be wrong again, yeah. but yeah, it's definitely, you know, to shut down, you know, that whole section. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's a, uh, so wild. Two two questions. One is a really quick one, uh, which we've asked everyone. When you're when you're having a stick, <laughs> bowl bowl or no bowl? <laughs> well, I guess it depends where you're eating. If you're eating it in bed, you probably like to have a bowl. Oh no! Crumbs all over you. But <laughs> right. no, I'm 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 not saying I'm picking bowl. I have all my sticks, you know, free handed. <laughs> free handed, yeah. So say if you're eating stick in bed, I mean, first of all, well done. Like <laughs> you're living, yeah. you're living life right. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when like the kids are in bed with us watching sure. like a little cartoon or some shit. There, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, having a little degen moment, eating your ice cream in bed. Why yeah. not? Right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it kind of the kids still manage to make a mess anyway. So what? Nice. Yeah. So um. um Oh, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, the, the other one I was curious, I mean, we haven't talked much about the relationship with you and the other guys. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that like in terms of when you guys first met and, and how, I mean, I know you said you, you played, but outside of just shooting, what was the relationship amongst the guys there and uh, throughout the whole shooting cycle? It was good. We all we all got along very well. Um, always hung out together on the weekends. Max's basement? <laughs> Max's basement, yeah, that was. I mean, that's the only thing where we could go, but we had some fucking good times down there. Um, we were almost even gonna throw like we asked. I believe I'm pretty sure we asked production like, can we have a like throw a party kind of thing? Because mm-hmm. like it was just us, right? I mean, we still have fun, but we want to invite invite people over and shit. Yeah. And uh, they agreed with him. We we they. We're even going to give us like COVID tests to test these fucking, <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Cause we were kind of in a bubble, right? Sure. The yeah. Time. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, but I don't think we didn't really invite a whole lot of people anyways. We mm-hmm. kind of just stayed in our circle, but uh, yeah, we, with the relationship with the guys, we all get along. We all hang out after, have dinner, shoot this shit, hang out in Terry's room. Terry likes playing music and hosting, you know, mm-hmm. NHL, you know, fucking tournaments there like on the tv like uh xbox stuff right right again i'm not a big xbox player or anything so i i sat sorry terry's hosting xbox tournaments (laughs) i think they had one tournament i believe uh (laughs) but um yeah he would blast some tunes and we have a few drinks and it's amazing yeah there was actually there's there's probably there's a funny story too i probably should tell you there was one night we came back from max's pretty fucking slaughtered and <laughs> we were going back to our rooms and we thought like because we were all stayed on the fourth floor right so when we came back there was me terry and dolo and we we're going back to our rooms and i went to go pop into this one room thinking it was one of the guys's rooms uh because they you know they were partying too i said oh I'll pop sure. and say hi Anyways, there's the wrong room because the latch was like the latch was there. Like we all left latches, our doors open. We'd all make uh-huh. it with each other, go mm-hmm. see each other. But we, I went knocking on this door open. I was like, oh shit, wrong room. Sorry. Like, they're like, oh no, it's fine. So I'm shooting this shit a little bit with the guys and, and it's full of guys in there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they're partying and I forget where they're even from. Kind of like thuggish or want to be thug. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're walking back and then Terry, the fucking guy, <laughs> He's walking by and he says, fuck you. He says that to the room. 
And he like, and he keeps walking and he gets into his room. So now I'm standing there at the door with four guys in the room. Somebody runs from the back. What the fuck do you say? They run in front and I'm standing like thinking like, I'm going to be fucking throwing down with like four or five guys. Thanks to Terry's big (laughs) move. Yeah. Like in front of this like hotel room. So like for a split time, I was like, what are my options? Like, should I run and try to get in my room? They're going to catch me anyways. Try to fuck around with this card to try to get in. Right. I said, they're going to get me. And so I said, well, I'm just going to stand right here. And as they come out the door, I'm just going to keep, you know, swinging. And then uh, (laughs) Dolo heard all the commotion. And just like the scene in the second uh, or second episode of yeah. at the bar scene, oh. he comes running and he shows up behind me, this top big fucking dolo, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's standing there just looking. And then you can just see them kind of like. This is slow in the roll. Yeah. Going back <laughs> into the room and the clothes. And I was like, holy shit. And I looked at them. I was like, fuck, thanks, man. I was like, I really thought like. Like, not thought, like, I knew something was going to happen. I was going to end up fighting them or trying to run away and still end up having to fight them. Wow. I said, I'm not. Yeah. Who would have thought Terry Ryan was such a shit disturber? (laughs) I know, man. You would think, you know, like, he he probably, yeah. We're Like, again, we we had, you know, more than enough uh, drinks that night and it was late and stuff. So can't really blame. He probably doesn't even remember, but, um. (laughs) He remembers any idea that this happened? Well, (laughs) he does now, I'm sure. Like, he told the story and whatever. But, um, uh, but yeah, Dolo fucking showed up and was like, oh man, that was, that was close. Cause last thing I wanted is to show up, you know, on set with a fucking black guy or another missing tooth or who knows, you know, (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, that would have sucked. Uh, so we have a few questions from our listeners. First of all, uh, you're going to be in Milwaukee soon uh, for a, a special Shorzy night, right? Along with Dolo. Is that uh, yeah. correct? So some of our... Yeah. Li- oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, that's in February. I was mm-hmm. just going to say. Yeah. yeah, in February. Some of our listeners actually went up uh, from the U.S., all over the U.S., went up to Sudbury for the, the Shorzy night, and they all you know got to meet Max in person and took pictures of them. So a few of them are going to Milwaukee, so they're looking forward to it. So if somebody named Aaron or Chad come up to you for a picture, uh, you know, we sent them. So, uh, you know, treat oh, them nice. well. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're, they're looking forward to it. Um so a few questions from our listeners. What was the best uh, lesson a coach has taught you? Could be hockey, MMA, whatever. Uh, also, there'd be a chance to meet him. In, oh, this is about Milwaukee. Anyway, so that's from our, our listener, Aaron. She'd like to know what, yeah, what was the best lesson maybe you learned from a coach? From a coach? Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I'll have to, off the top of my head. I mean, there's so many. Sure. I've had so many good coaches. They say a lot of great things. Yeah. Um, but for one that sticks out, I mean, I'll have to get back to you. Yeah, okay. Can you ask that one at the end? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you were a coach yourself, company. right? You you did some assistant coaching in hockey as well? Yeah, yeah. I, like, uh, yeah, I assisted coach on that TV show, that same TV show, Hit the Ice, and, and same thing, running camps and stuff. But um, so, like, like what I would say, or somebody has said to me, sure, yeah. what somebody yeah, well, has said to me, right? It doesn't even have to be a coach. It could yeah. be anyone who's mentor, like offered, a, yeah. to, offered a piece of wicked advice. That maybe maybe yeah. something Jared told you about acting like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess don't, don't cut yourself short, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, when you, if you like, save you people value you sort of say, 
um, and you go and devalue yourself, you know, you're setting a standard to where they are going to look at you like that. You like, again, cutting yourself short. Yeah. So never do that. Hold yourself, you know, be proud of, of what you accomplish and yeah. obviously stay humble, work hard, you know, the, that stuff, uh, I'm sure everybody's heard, but, yeah. uh, um, and give yourself the opportunity, you know, and, and, and if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to be doing it twice. Or and say, and I'm sure saying yes, uh, even when, you know, maybe you're not sure of it, like uh, that's what led you to Shorzy, right? Like, I'm sure you weren't thinking I'm going to yeah. be on this, uh, hit Canadian TV show, but here you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, opportunity presents itself and mm-hmm. you try your very best and, and that's all you can really do. And, uh, you know, the man upstairs will take care of the rest. Oh, that's good. Our buddy Adrian, he asked about, you know, how you got into MMA. We've kind of covered that. We also covered, he also asked about the story of, uh, of delivering your, your son uh, at home. So we've covered that one. So thank you, Adrian, for those uh, questions. Uh, Tobias wants, he, he's interested in knowing uh, what uh, Goody's background is in general. So do you get like, I mean, you got a script obviously, but did you get any kind of background, like a, a character Bible for Goody? Like, do you know? You know what? Uh, no, not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they didn't have like a set character on on like uh, like uh, how he should be. Just mm-hmm. you know, he threw out one liners and he's a native guy. And so I kind of got to make it, I guess, a little bit. You know, have my own twist to it a little bit. So right. Um, remember, Jared uh, sent me a text when he when the show was producing out. He says, and again about that look in the Colson. He said that just said it. Mm-hmm. A, a very good standard for Goody's character and right. you know the the future you know so um, yeah so I guess like I said I had my own I mean again how much more could I do I had I said settle down unbelievable right. everything's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I love chicken you know and so like okay. yeah <laughs> there's, that's pretty much it so in the you know future seasons hopefully mm-hmm. maybe that character will open up a little bit more and, yeah You'll see more of, yeah, his characteristics, I guess. Uh, awesome. Ask if please do more cooking videos on Instagram. Were you doing cooking videos on Instagram? Fuck, probably. I cook a lot of <laughs> moose meat and caribou oh, nice. meat. And, and uh, you know, like I, I'm big into growing my own stuff. Like I have chickens. I have th- three cows. Uh, mm-hmm. nice. um, so, I, you know, I, I like to know what I'm putting into my body and stuff. Right, so right. I like to. And again, it's just stuff I like to do. I'm very outdoorsy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can definitely do a few more cooking videos. Why not? <laughs> there you go. You've got a fan base already for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I started up my own cooking show. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked for uh, Serge Ibaka. I don't know if you're a basketball fan, but Serge Ibaka, when he was a Raptor, he started that cooking uh, show on a YouTube channel that, that got a lot of eyeballs. So, oh, yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Maybe. Well, his shtick though was he got his teammates to come in and he, cause he's uh, African, he would, he would feed them weird shit that he, you know, and, to, and yeah. not tell them what it was until they, they ate it. Uh, so he, <laughs> yeah, he would make his teammates eat like, uh, I don't know, uh, bored testicles or something. I can't even remember <laughs> yeah. what it was. Right. But, uh, but he wouldn't tell them anyway, <laughs> I'm not su- suggesting you should do that uh, to <laughs> no, I, there's times where like <laughs> maybe to Terry Ryan, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, depending who you're cooking for, yeah. you just don't tell them what's in there until after the last. Like, I've eaten a lot of, like, for some people they might call it wild, but sure, you know, pork porcupines are very good taste in meat. It's like really? a sweet meat. So if you make a stew out of it, it's 
probably one of the best stews you'll ever have. Damn. Interesting. Yeah. Like beaver, all all kinds of stuff, like honey trap and whatever, uh, whatever. Yeah. My Mm -hmm. whole, the whole thing behind, you know, a hunter is Mm -hmm. you kill it, you eat it. You don't just take the, take the life just to take the life. You know, those guys that killed to, to have a rack is, you know, at the end of the, you can't eat a rack for once, and yeah. and two, it's there's it's not the right intention, I guess. No, agreed. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Uh, our buddy Don, he uh, wants he's asking about a specific scene on the play where the guy's contact ends up on your face. How planned was that? Because the laugh between you and Dolo seemed very genuine. <laughs> uh, well, it was funny. Well, because that hit, I fucking smoked that guy. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like he, I remember we ran through the play just you know, two, three times just to, so the camera would see where the point of contact. So we would just skate by each other where the contact was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the stunt guy goes, uh, I'd rather it happen. Like you hit me once hard rather than do it a bunch of times and hit me like kind of softly. Right. So I said, okay. And, and then, you know, when I was playing hockey, I used to love nailing guys, you yeah. know, open ice hits, you know? So he asked so for like, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And I fucking <laughs> cranked them and like, and the, guys's reaction they were like they're like oh like all that shit right. was real you know and it was like a one take thing yeah we got it that's good and i make you know hey man you are right and so like we we're kind of giggly off of that and because mm-hmm. we shot that scene right right after right right yeah so that was scripted that wasn't something that actually happened by accident or anything that was what's that the the whole contact thing that was part of that was already oh, yeah 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 that was scripted <laughs> That's cool. Uh, question for anyone involved with Shorzy that comes on doghouse or townhouse Colson or Peppy lounge wing sauce. And what wing sauce do you get a wacky wings? <laughs> oh, uh, so doghouse or what was it? Or townhouse. Sorry, townhouse. Um, you guys weren't allowed out, were you? So like, yeah, not yeah. a whole lot. Like I went, to, we went, ate at doghouse once. I don't think I went to townhouse or if no? I did, which one's townhouse? Is you that know, the one with all the TVs and shit? We, I've never been, we, we've been to oh. the doghouse, but we never went to townhouse. So I, I don't okay. know. Yeah. Oh, what about um, Colson or Peppy Lounge? I'm going to guess Peppy's. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Well, for like, the food. Yeah. Well, Colson's nice because they got the stripper poles. And sure. All that in there, but I mean, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Pepe's definitely the food's good. I, I haven't been to either one as them being open, so I can't really choose. You know, I'm not mm. from Sudbury, right? Right. So I don't I don't know what the vibe is on both both those ends. So we're gonna have to wait for mm-hmm. after the second season. Oh, and yeah. congratulations! By the way, we're excited. Amazing. I mean, kind of yeah, the yeah. world's worst kept secret. We we fully expected there to be at least <laughs> another season, but it's it's yeah. great to to have it official. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be nice because we're gonna go back. It's gonna be a little little warmer and uh things are opened up so we're yeah. gonna ha- definitely hit up a few bars and, right you you'll, know you'll be able to answer these questions next time we have you on then <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's amazing and as far as wing sauce goes mm-hmm. um i kind of like a little bit of spicy sweet so maybe like a thai chi- thai chili or whatever nice. those ones My are man. yeah yeah those are good that's great that's um, always number one on my hit list <laughs> yeah same here yeah matt you want to ask your question yeah, I mean, I ask everyone. I mean, like this is obviously your first acting role, a Canadian man, Indigenous man. When it's hit home that like Shorzy being as impactful and the following it has, I mean, how has it felt to you being a part of all this now looking back at it all? 
Uh, it's an honor, you know, um, really. I, I think we can all say that, like, the big opportunity for all of us. And uh, um, for, for me personally, I come from, like, a very small remote uh, community. So um, people are very proud, like, not just proud, but I'm happy that I, you know, show these kids that uh, that if I can do it, then any one of you guys, I know it yeah. sounds you know, people say this all the time, but for real, like I no, representation matters for sure, man. Yeah. You know, and all these surrounding communities in the North, all these isolated communities, they, mm-hmm. they really see that. And it, you know, it brings joy to them, brings joy to me, you know, and uh, you know, I sp- still speak my language fluently and stuff. So when I go back, they're happy to speak with me and amazing. And yeah. So um, for me, that's, I'm very grateful, you know, obviously for shores and being, having, being able to be, I guess, sort of a role model, sort of say for some of these kids and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I give back as much as I can or the best way I can through what we do with this charity. So, yeah, well, you're certainly doing your, your village pr- uh, proud and, um, and yeah, for sure you're representing um, you. I'm going to ask you about some, like, if you have anything to, to promote, why don't you uh, kind of remind us about first assist and, and what you guys do with that? Yeah. So first assist is uh it's a charity um, indigenous owned and ran charity. Uh, we focus on a lot of flying communities. We mm-hmm. um, bring kids. Uh, we really combine the sports and education um, aspect to the, the thing. So we want to get kids in school, but, you know, kids want to play sports, but you can't just play sports. You got to have education involved. And so we use that sports as a tool to build good life skills and, you know, get kids in school and, uh, you know, give them opportunity. If they ever do want to, if they do ever want to leave their community, they know they could get a hold of us and we could set a tryout up for them or, mm-hmm. you know, um, stuff like that. So That's there's great. a whole lot of different avenues. If they want to check, I got a link up on my, uh, on my Instagram page and it, it goes into detail and we got some good sponsors where we get equipment and we, when we go up to these different communities that we donate it to mm-hmm. the, you know, we, so that they have equipment to uh, continue playing or when we come back up, they, they can be involved as, you know, as much as possible in the camps. That's great. And you mentioned so, your Instagram, is that uh, the best place for people to follow you? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Facebook is more like family sure. type yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. Instagram, I don't have Twitter. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit there and tweet and twiddle my fingers there <laughs> about sweet nothings, you know? I mean, it, 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 like, don't get me wrong. People that have Twitter, you can pass on good information, but yeah. it's just not my thing. As Wayne would <laughs> yeah, Twitter's a cult. It's okay. You can say yeah. it. <laughs> Um, and so uh, as far as acting goes, I mean, have you gotten bit by the bug? Like, do you want to do more, uh, beyond Shorzy or are you you pretty happy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured like, I, you know, we did this one season, I'd see what, uh, what kind of buzz would happen around it. And, uh, maybe after the second season, look more into it. I sat down, I had dinner with one of the guys, actually the guy that plays Phil, the big Jack Mm -hmm. guy fighting in the Colson or whatever. Mm -hmm. I had dinner with him. He came to Montreal. He, he's a stunt guy. And uh, he was talking to, him, talking to me about if I wanted to get into stunts or not because I have the background with MMA and sure. yeah. um, hockey and different things like that. And, uh, and yeah, so my mind's open. I'm, like I said, I'm still learning a lot about the industry. And, um, and uh, definitely, yeah, I would like to, wouldn't, wouldn't hate getting into other stuff. It's a, 
it's a blast being on those shows, yeah, yeah. you know? So, all right. Well, Matt, do you have any final questions? Uh, no question. Just congrats, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so excited for what's to come and your continued success on shores. We fucking love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we can't thank you enough for coming out and hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, you helped us sign off on all the slot roster, obviously minus, <laughs> minus the man himself. Minus who, the big guy. Uh, won't come out and hang out with us, but one day we're yeah. hoping one day he'll come see us. But, you, uh, you gotta, you gotta work for him. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We, we've, we've tried, we've tried. Trust me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Th- thank you so much. Echo uh, what Matt says, Andrew, for, for giving us almost an hour of your time very uh you know very gracious gracious of you uh we'd love it if you could put in a good word to teal because uh i mean we you know we'd love to have her on too and and ask oh, her yeah. about letter canny and about all the stuff she's been in lately yeah. she's like she's the it yeah. uh, girl right now so uh yeah she's doing very well mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah i'll run it by her all right thank you appreciate that see what uh see what she, <laughs> we'll, we'll take it we'll take yeah, it we'll take it yeah <laughs> whatever you can whatever good words you can give tell just tell her we're not creeps we you know we we uh we just want to <laughs> Uh, you know we're fans uh but thank yeah. you so much for joining us tonight uh you know i'm gonna play us off here with a song by our buddy joe dolo and it's called no discussion nice yeah you buying you selling no discussion when there's action poker face ain't no bluffing about three five in the wood i get the buff it's my time and I'm about to make it happen. And that's all we have for this episode. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PROTOSAN for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtoSanPod. They're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtoSanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go have some chicken tenders with our new friend, Andrew. On behalf of Andrew, Matt, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great week.